0: and memories podcast Canadian Bulldog here don't pretend like you don't know who I am and we're here with another episode they thought it couldn't be done they thought we couldn't record another episode after the last one which I don't even remember what we were talking about but it was was a good podcast for sure and with that that wonderful introduction. I'm joined as always by the one and only Stu
1: Stone. The incomparable Stu Stone. I thought we weren't going with that name anymore. No, but uh, it's a pleasure to be back and like, uh, you know, looks like we made it. That fountain of misinformation. I can't believe that we uh, made it to another episode. This, uh, it's it's spectacular. What, what did you think of the last episode?
0: Did you get any good feedback on
1: it? I did. I did. Uh, a couple people hit me up. They said they enjoyed it. Uh, people who didn't realize that Toronto had uh, such a big wrestling market, and uh, so it was really cool for them to hear about some of the great shows that uh, we attended as uh, youngsters.
0: Yeah, so definitely, definitely throw that on in the archives. And with us again this time is uh, the one and only, the incomparable, if you will, the Big Krykowski. Wait a minute! <laughs> I guess I can't be comparable. Uh compared to anyone in here. Uh, thank you, Bulldog, for having me back. Hey, Stu, how's it going? I guess that means that the last one wasn't a complete disaster if I'm back, so uh, I appreciate it, and hopefully this one uh, will follow suit. Welcome back. Yeah, we well, definitely appreciate you having on here again. Um, so when you think about wrestling, this is this week's Which topic. we do often. Sometimes, yeah, occasionally. What is this show about, by the way? Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. If you'd be not so fucking impatient. <laughs> So, when you think about wrestling, especially WWF, people always talk about it being a cartoon. Yes. But this show that we're going to talk about this week was the very heart and soul of that sentiment. And I'm talking, of course, about Hulk Hogan's rock and Wrestling. Oh, shit. Are you, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to be all right with that? or
1: Oh, fuck. Should we, should we
0: change the topic? Or mm. Are you you going to be a go for this?
1: No, I mean, if this is what you want to talk about. This is what the people want us to talk about. Yeah, and all and right. It is the demand. I'm, I'm all for it.
0: So this was this was a cartoon show that debuted in September 1985, and uh, if you think about th- that lineup, for, especially for some of our our I can say older viewers who were around at that that age or listeners, <laughs> both both thinking about television with viewers. Um, but there were so many like really good Saturday morning cartoons at the time. We're talking like Alvin and the Chipmunks, Mr. Yes. T, yes, the Smurfs, yes, the Snorks, yes,
1: on <laughs> Melmac. Uh, it was actually it was called Alf Tails.
0: Okay, uh, we got the Wuzzles. Yes, the Schmoozles. That's not true. I, I you made, made that, that one up. Uh, the Muppet Babies. Shirt Tales. Shirt tails. Yes, it the Get Along
1: Gang. I, do,
0: I don't. Uh, Doctor Snuggles. Doctor Snuggles, I remember it was a mark for Doctor Snuggles. Uh,
1: gr- uh, Doc S. The Green Forest. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty local. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Peter. I'm pretty sure that no, was a Saturday the morning cartoon. <laughs> no. Or uh, Babar or what have you. Yes. Um, I was surprised you named all these Saturday morning cartoons and not one that I was in. I just said Babar. Yeah, but I'm saying like you were shitting on Babar. It wasn't shitting on Babar. Yeah, you weren't like saying Babar in the same reg- re- with the same regard. It wasn't on Saturday
0: mornings. The whole point <laughs> is that we're saying like Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling debuted the same time as all these yes. Saturday mornings.
1: The Raccoons just wasn't on that week. No, it was sorry.
0: Saved by the Bell. That's that predates Saved by the Predated Bell. Predates Saved by the Bell. Yes, by a few years. Mrs. Bliss's. Class?
1: I believe it was on CBC. Uh, so, sorry, CBS.
0: It was on CBS. It was. It was actually like the anchor cartoon of that. That uh Alvin and in the Chipmunks. Week. That was literally the first one I said. (laughs) This is going to be a good podcast. Alvin! (laughs) So there were a lot of good Saturday morning cartoons way back Muppet Babies. Did you say that? I did say Muppet Babies. That was a great cartoon. The Snorks, the Schmoozles, the Smurfs. The Schmoozles you made up. The Gummy Bears? Did not say the Gummy Bears. I don't know if that was 87. Not Saturday morning either. Yes, it was. After school. No. Yes. No. Gummy Bears was after school. No, nope. it was Saturday morning. A Disney lineup it was after no, school. No, uh, uh, no, no.
1: What about no. the Adventures of Rubik's and the Cube? That's not true either. Saturday SuperCade was the cartoon that had Pac Man and Donkey Kong and and Cubert in it. What about the
0: Roseanne uh, cartoon, Lil Little Roseanne? Rosie? Little Rosie. That was much later. What about Camp Louis Can- Anderson as yeah. a child, Little was Louis?
1: That- <laughs> Camp Candy. That was like the John Candy one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I. Sure, there were a lot of good Saturday morning cartoons. Hulk Hogan's was I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it was probably the best uh, Saturday morning cartoon ever in my mind. <laughs> Not getting a lot of <laughs> love for that. I know no, it's opinion, a great show, but,
1: but that's okay. Brad Garrett, do you know who that is? He was the one who voiced Hulk Hogan. Yes. Yeah, so do you know who he is? It's Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. So here, here I'm, gonna, I'm
0: gonna blow your mind here though. You know that Brad Garrett was Hulk Hogan. Yes. Fair enough. Uncle Phil. James Avery yes. was the junkyard dog. Wow! And Charles Adler, who you may know as Buster Bunny from Tiny Toons, was Rowdy Roddy Piper.
1: Wow! So it was, a,
0: it was an all-star cast there. Buster Bunny? Yes. Uncle Phil, Buster Bunny. And Why didn't they <laughs>
1: use any of the real wrestlers for the voices?
0: That's that's a great question. So I, I want I don't want to dominate the conversation too too much. What do you guys remember about this cartoon? Just early thoughts. Well, uh, for me, always my fi- it's kind of funny because it. Switches the topic a little bit, but it still is relevant. But my favorite part of the show was those little segments that they had in between. Of course, the the interstitials. I I don't remember many of them. I think Bobby Heenan trying to tie a knot. That one's in, and he, you know. Sounds right. There was like the the Andre in a small
1: car that was brought up recently on the Toronto Mike show. I remember Andre shopping for shoes and they ended up selling him the box.
0: I remember Bobby Heenan tying himself up with a rope and someone answered, it might have been Mr. Wonderful, one of his stable mates, and said, uh, Bobby can't come to the phone. Yeah, he's he's kind of tied up right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was sort was of like they were the interstitials were sort of like uh, laughing, you know, or like hee-haw. like those like stupid like you know, little jokes that they would have on those shows yeah, but, and, l- but less funny and, or like on you can't do that on television when they'd open up the lockers like hey Alistair yes Moose what do you call it when you know that so it was like that I actually agree with the big Rybowski and I would have to say that the interstitials were the the best part of the show as well. The theme song was Kick-Ass as well. He um, was on the wrestling album, track one, side two, called Hulk Hogan's theme, even though Hogan didn't actually ever use that theme to come to the ring to because US Express, who were the original, used I Am A Real American was originally made for Mike Rotunda and Barry Windham, but they split up, and so Hulk ended up getting the Real American song. Don't know if you guys knew that. Dead. And <laughs> and uh, that's that's just me flexing my my, my street knowledge there. But, yeah. But hold on. D- Hogan did use that theme song, I think, right? No. No? No. no. It was a theme okay. song for Hulk Hogan's so, Rock and Wrestling and ended up being used for that.
0: Yeah. And so he originally used Eye of the Tiger as his entrance theme. And then I guess they couldn't keep the rights to Eye of the Tiger.
1: Also, there was like hundreds like, of kids so, that like run sorry, up to him on the street. But WrestleMania won. What, what was his theme song? No theme song? No theme song. If any, then it was Eye, Eye of the Tiger.
0: I I only saw WrestleMania one on like Coliseum Home Video, and it was like the Coliseum Home Video theme <laughs> was like they played of to the ring. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, da-da, really? Da-da, yeah.
1: Are you sure? Pretty sure. I think you're making that up.
0: I could be making it up. I don't think so. So yeah, the interstitials, as you mentioned, uh, very funny. Like very, they hold up today because they're so corny. I haven't seen I mean, them in a long time. I wish I could. You might later. Oh. We make it. To, I'm not sure what I've got on video. Uh, actually, you know what? Why don't what the hell? Let's let's jump right into it here. And I apologize if you want to uh, play the Bobby Heenan tying a knot because I just ruined the punchline. Oh, man, did
1: you know people were going crazy over me? They were clawing at me, biting me. You know, I am hot rod. I am what people were
0: me something. What did you do? I will tell you, you had to be at your best
1: on this show. of the best. Oh, and I was great. Was I not great? I mean, I saw, I had women. I had women. They're going. <laughs> This is a Saturday morning skit. I have fans. I have fans coming out of my ears I
0: have people
1: and you know I'm the kind of guy Is he just drunk? I don't to be bothered with fans.
0: kind of bother me.
1: them wait a going to be like ceiling fans. Or old ladies.
0: Uh, Not ceiling fans, but house fans. Yikes. I do love the music at the end.
1: So when are we going to start filming? There was a super uh, summit on Saturday morning that you can look this up on YouTube. I think I sent it to you at one time, Bulldog. But it's Rowdy Roddy Piper hosting. It's on Saturday morning and it was to announce that rock and wrestling was happening. Oh, I And don't Piper remember. was the host of it. It was on Saturday morning, and he had Mr. T maybe on as his guest. And that sort of set up the angle maybe for WrestleMania. But uh, Roddy Roddy Piper was the host of the Saturday morning, uh, you know, the announcement of Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling being a show. It sounds crazy that I'm just saying that, but you can look it up on YouTube. It's it's awesome.
0: But that, that was a big deal back at the time. If you had somebody, like it, you're hosting that special that all the kids were watching. Of the, course, the for but sure. then he's
1: not even really on the show. Piper? Like the guy who did the voice, it's like Buster Bunny. You said,
0: "Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah." They were, but they were just doing the in between. Yes, so yeah, yeah they, I guess I don't know why. And so I was going to ask who you, played you, the other uh, cast members. Nobody. I, I looked up beforehand. Nobody you would ever know. You might know though, because you have uh, a lot of uh, experience doing voiceovers, and you've done Babar and the Raccoons and Alvin and the Chipmunks and all that. So, and you, you're Baby Gonzo, I believe, for one season. <laughs>
1: and so, i've got blue hair
0: ha huh? <laughs> um but tell tell us like why would why would a celebrity not voice themselves on a cartoon i, I do don't they?
1: know i'll tell you i was in a cartoon show called pro stars and it was with bo jackson michael jordan and wayne gretzky and i don't think any of them did the voices
0: were you like gretzky
1: or no i was like- just like a kid uh also i was in on the flip side, I was on a show called Wish Kid, which is the Macaulay Culkin cartoon, and he was the voice. So you never know. Sometimes they do it. Sometimes they don't. I Good guess answer. maybe like the, the network probably didn't have faith that the wrestlers could do it maybe. They're like, oh, well, come on. These guys can't do it. We got to get Phil Lamar to do it. <laughs> uh, you know, Uncle Phil. <laughs>
0: so sorry, I just looked it up. So the reason that the they did not do their own voices was apparently because of their busy schedule. So I guess they didn't want to take them off the road,
1: or like Vince didn't want them like learning about like the screen actors killed and like unions. That could be it too. Also,
0: just uh, you know, we we can go through the the crazy cast of characters. But Superfly Snuka was in the show. He was not in the WWF by the time the show
1: debuted. Well, you got to figure it takes them like two years to animate it, so they probably recorded the shows in like '83.
0: WWF wasn't even popular at that point. So. Right. So maybe, maybe, maybe they rushed it. That long, maybe they rushed it. They could have rushed it. But yeah, so maybe that was a reason too. Like maybe if the wrestlers left, they would do that. Um, can
1: we talk a Captain
0: little bit? Captain Lou p- was, was one of them, right? So yeah, the characters, we can go over that. So the characters were Hulk Hogan, Wendy Rector, Captain well, let's Lou. slow down.
1: Hulk Hogan, yes. Captain and he the, Lou. And he rode the Hulkmobile. Yes. And I think he owned like a junkyard. Was that the premise?
0: Wouldn't Junkyard Dog own the junkyard?
1: But they all hung out at the junkyard. They probably did hang out at the junkyard. Junkyard dog had the junk mobile. (laughs) They all had like cars.
0: (laughs) They had their own cars. Absolutely. Uh, There was Andre the Giant. Yeah.
1: But before
0: we get into the cast of characters, I just can we talk a little bit about the casual racism on this show?
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Because I mean, like you had like Mr. Fuji.
0: Mr. Fuji was like every Asian stereotype ever. And and we'll get some audio a little bit after uh, if we want to do that. Um, you had like uh, Tito Santana was like every sort of Mexican stereotype. Nikolai Volkov, like, you know, just doing everything Russia the Iron Sheik. Um, so it was it was like basically every character was like some sort of like racist stereotype.
1: But wasn't that who they actually were in wrestling? Yeah, that was like every character in wrestling were racist stereotypes at the time. At, at one point, for sure. But I guess Tito was, wasn't, but, you know, come on, Saba Simba. <laughs>
0: Sabo Simba was not part of the rock and wrestling no. cartoon. Um so so going back to the characters, so you have the junkyard dog. I'm just going like faces first. The junior dog. The <laughs> junior dog. And his junk mobile. Andre the giant is his gimmick, he, he was just like too big to fit into everything. So he like crashed through like a doorway or something. Um you had on who else on the Tito Santana, Hillbilly Jim, who had like his pet pig with him at all times, or Porcupine possibly uh it's superfly snooka who was like uh ducking murder charges at the time or <laughs> something like that uh and i think that was that would have done it for the baby faces well, right? well uh mean gene might be included in that he but he was like trying to stay neutral although he he definitely favored the baby faces but he was trying to like in between he even like chartered a plane in one episode so that all the wrestlers could could uh could travel together then they ended up crashing in the jungle which is another
1: thanks a lot gene i gotta watch these episodes Mm, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Not good.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see a little bit later if they hold up. Then on the heel side, you had Rowdy Roddy Piper was like the lead heel. Fabulous Moolah, yeah, the Moolah for sure. Before her her scandal, um, Volkoff and Sheik were like your 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 Big John Stud. Big John Stud was on there. Um, uh, Albano Ms. Heenan. Albano was on the face side. Bobby, we can talk about him a little bit later. He was only in one
1: episode. Oh, really? Yeah, they
0: just like brought him in for a cameo.
1: I remember him being in several episodes for some reason.
0: He was on those uh, segments, the live action segments. But he, right, was, but actually he, but he was a cartoon character in at least time, one. One time. He had one episode. Uh, just a like one episode run um In terms of the heels, I think that was probably it. Unless I gotta I'm look missing this anybody, yeah. Sheik and Volkov. So, it that? did, yeah. She can, so, so something interesting, and it probably is not a coincidence, but the first series of uh, LGN toys is pretty much the cast of the show, right? It is absolutely yes, yeah. So yeah, those are those were the top stars at the time, or whoever Vince said we're going to be the top stars. Fuji was the top star. No, but I'm saying sorry. Hulk Hogan, yes. Uh, Superfly Snuka, Big John Studd, Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov. I think those are the first line. Piper, maybe. And uh, no Macho Man. I always thought that was weird. I remember as a as a kid watching him. Macho Man should have been in there. No, he he came a little bit too late. Like he debuted in like late. 85. Charlie Adler
1: played Rowdy Roddy Piper, twenty three episodes. Louis Arquette. Louis Arquette. That's Dave Arquette. David. Yeah. Really or not? Yeah. Wow. Played Superfly Jimmy Snuka. James Avery played the Junkyard Dog. Jody Carlisle played the fabulous Mula and Wendy Richter. Talk about a range. Are you kidding me? She played Mula and Wendy Richter. Didn't they sound the same? Probably. It's like Mr. Henkel and Princess being the same person. <laughs> George DiCenzo played Captain Lou Albano. And his gimmick was he was just always eating all the time. Ron Feinberg. Hold
0: on. He was the stereotype, too. He was probably always eating pasta.
1: Ron Feinberg. Ronnie Feinberg. who Who did he play? Andre the Giant. I'm coming.
0: That was his catchphrase.
1: Pat Fraley played Hillbilly Jim. Any relation to Ace? Ron Gans played Nikolai Volkov. Brad Garrett. Hulk Hogan. Ernest Harada played Mr. Fuji. This is gonna shock you guys. Aaron Kincaid played the Iron Sheik and Bobby the Brain Heenan.
0: Wow, that's range.
1: Chuck Liscini played Big John Stud.
0: Mario Mancini played Big John Stud.
1: Joey DePinto played Tito, Tito Santana. Yeah, Joey out. Jeremiah. Wow. Neil Ross played Mean Gene Okerlund.
0: Seems like a Mean Gene kind of voice. Neil
1: Gene Ross. Okerlund also played Mean Gene Okerlund in four episodes. Holy
0: shit. But was that the live action? Are you looking at like IMDb? Probably live action. Oh, okay.
1: Lou Albano played Captain Lou Albano. Hulk, 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 yeah, Hulk, so
0: that's, that's the, the live action portions of it. But I thought Jimmy we, Hart. I guess he was only in... He was like in a live action bit. Yeah. Though. Do you guys think that the wrestlers enjoy doing these live action, or do you think it was a chore to them?
1: They probably have paid.
0: I mean, if I was Iron Chic and I was pumping iron, it was actual like like uh, like laundry irons. I think I'd I'd love that. It'd be a great day at work, for sure. Um, so I, what I thought we would do right now is we'll listen to a little bit of the audio, including the uh, the theme song, and uh, just as, as as you have any thoughts
1: as we go. Holy along shit! With- Let's just talk about one thing. Okay. One of the actors who appeared in interstitials. His name is Joseph Peruzovic. That's Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov's real name. He has forty-one acting credits on IMDb. Really?
0: Are they all? Nic- are they all Nikolai Volkov?
1: Cool as hell, too. He played Nikolai. <laughs> Wrestle Massacre. He played Randy's father. He was in the Sopranos. Terror in the Pharaoh's Tomb. He played Count Zarkov.
0: <laughs> I need to see that now.
1: A lot of these are just uh, WWE like home video credits. The rest of them.
0: I thought that was an interesting fact.
1: Yeah, sorry, <laughs> false alarm.
0: All right, back to us. Uh, so let's listen to some Hulk Hogan's rock
1: and wrestling audio. Yeah, so this I know is an that episode song
0: called "Ballot Box Bonehead."
1: Hulk Hogan that That's Uncle now, Phil uh, uh, The junkyard uh, dog At least sounds like him one Andre special coming up.
0: So what do, you, what do you guys see What's, like, what's going I, through your mind so Andre, I'm sorry to have to do this. Andre just ate like a, a foot log In one bite you eat that. Now there's a you police officer
1: What? But I can't afford this I'll go broke Tell it to the mayor
0: They like call Cogan's like the, the ATM. He's gonna like save it. The mayor's them. gone too far this time Come on Who is that talking? Tito? I didn't see
1: The mayor's gone too far this
0: time That sounds like a better Keto than this guy. So the wrestlers are trying to fight corruption right now It's basically the gimmick that's going on Oh, the mayor looks this evil. He has like tilted eyebrows and a pencil mustache. Holy shit! He does sound evil. You see that? The mayor's a crook, what is that like the a surprise? <laughs> Hold on, can I? I just I need to pause for a second here. For, first of all, sorry, Cameron Gordon does a better impression of Andre than than that person. The actor did. So the. The corrupt mayor and his henchmen didn't see wrestlers the size of Andre the Giant sneaking around in the basement to to uh, to get on their uh, scam.
1: And there were six of them peeking
0: in the same door, which seems unlikely too.
1: All right, the creator of the show, Jeffrey Scott, has quite the resume of cartoons. Okay. The all new Super Friends Hour.
0: Love love that show.
1: Plastic Man. Classic. Captain Caveman. Amazing. Thundar the Barbarian. Never heard of it. The Fonz and the Happy Days Gang. I don't even remember that.
0: Wasn't that the one where the Happy Days character was, were in space? I believe that was a cartoon.
1: Really? Yeah. Are you serious? I am. Super Friends. Pac-Man the series. Dungeons and Dragons the series. The Littles. Star Chaser. Jim Henson's Little Muppet Monsters.
0: What? That's
1: what it says. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Captain N, the Game Master. Duck Tales. James Bond Junior. Tailspin. Muppet Babies. Oh, this guy is Disney money. Are now. you guys ready now, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Wish Kid. Wow. I worked with the guy. So
0: how many of those cartoons were you in, personally? So far, just one. Wow. So you can play six degrees of separation between you and Uncle Phil.
1: I can. Actually, I was also in the uh, Captain N, in the Nintendo series, if you there really you want to get technical. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Dragon Tales, and then it goes on to more recent stuff. But So, yeah, that's pretty cool. All of those big cartoons, uh, the guy who worked on, uh, who created... Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling also did all of those other cartoons, so. So he learned from his mistakes. I guess so.
0: Alright, so let's let's go back to our story. I mean, here. like, how come he can cast someone that sounds like Huey, but he can't cast someone that sounds like Hogan? I don't know why I sound like Hulk Hogan. That's like basically the
1: Hey dude.
0: Raven. <laughs> Raven. Our parents are over again. Audrey don't eat that meatball sub in one bite.
1: Hey, that's dude. A, that's,
0: a, that's a better Brad Garrett. Uh, as Hulk Hogan. Okay, we're gonna continue with our story of corruption here, ballot box boneheads, and <laughs> please feel free to weigh in. Reelect Mayor
1: Phelps. That's it. You mean you're gonna vote for him? No,
0: our vote makes a difference. We'll take care of Phelps the way the Constitution tells us. It's amazing we'll how much this holds up else. today. What's going on in America? You gotta like. They're all, they all in the same city, all the wrestlers. They can all vote.
1: I can't thank you wrestlers enough for asking me to run for mayor, Ms. Rick. So Jimmy you're Snuka
0: just uh jumped up to a tree campaign. and hung a banner. I hope you're right. Definitely not racist. Yeah.
1: She's all ready for a big speech. Uh, it looks more like we're ready for the big match. You almost forgot
0: the microphone. <laughs> Somebody oh, like Andre, don't step in the ring, Andre. Oh, oh broke the ring. Even though he's been wrestling for made, many years,
1: I, I feel like Andre's character in uh, and the in uh, the Princess Bride is like based on his character from Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling. Like anybody, won the Peanut, it's like that's kind of what just, gonna, or- that's kind of just what happened right there. He was like, "Did I do that?"
0: Well, he stepped into the ring where there was a, a podium for the mayor. Does anybody he have any? was speaking in a ring for some reason. Did
1: I do that? Oh, <laughs> Does anybody oh, have any cheese?
0: I don't understand <laughs> okay. though. When Andre was climbing up to the ring, and Junkyard Dog and Hogan were like, "No, Andre, don't go in there." I mean, he's he's a wrestler. He only speaks French. <laughs> this cartoon. Um, so I, I, it's a bit of a, uh, you know, 30 year old spoiler alert, but the, uh, the good guys win and they help the mayor, uh, or they help the other person win in the, the election, even though. Where they, were they in
1: 2016? Jeez. Good
0: point. Um, and the heels, you know, suddenly back the heel cause they believe they can get bribes, which I don't know. I, I think, you know, they're going Seems out to be
1: complex Square. for a children's cartoon. It really
0: does. So, so we know that Vince is a proud Republican, right? That's that's well, uh, we know, his wife is so. What if, uh, back then, the plot of this like maybe that mayor was the good Democrat guy and they were just pretending he was a bad guy, maybe the wrestlers helped the wrong person. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> maybe Jones was the one that was corrupt. There you yeah, I, c- was. I
1: should have asked Jeffrey Scott on the set of Wish Kid.
0: Yeah, how come you guys never talked about that? I find that very hard. To I really had f- no idea. Was he like proud of that, or I guess we'll never know. I don't know that I ever met him.
1: But I did I, I play the voice of Daryl on Wish Kid.
0: I think that's your follow-up assignment from this, to reach out to
1: Jeff Scott. Yeah. And, uh... Hey, remember me? I can tell you a fun, funny story that uh, I was at WrestleMania 21 in Los Angeles. Does it involve a cup of pee? Yes. We went <laughs> we went backstage. Uh, or Sorry, we went to the after party. Like the most legendary thing at WrestleMania is sure like the out, after yeah. party. So we got in. Tommy Dreamer was like working the door. And so, I was with Jamie Kennedy and he let us into this after party and we ended up getting all of our friends in.
0: Sorry can ev- I, sorry to interrupt, but can I ask this one question? Why was Tommy
1: dreamer working? I don't with- know. <laughs> he was like an agent or something. Wouldn't they have hired like an event staff? And I say, don't know, know. I can only tell you maybe, <laughs> maybe he wasn't working in the door and he was just like waiting for us to get us in. I don't remember, but he was the one that got us in and it was awesome. And anyway, Macaulay Culkin was there. That's the night where I became friends with Carl DeMarco. But, uh, I went up to Macaulay Culkin, and I was like, hey, man, you remember your show, Wish Kid? He's like, yeah. I said, I was on it. I played your best friend. He's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, cool. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I remember <laughs> so, Yuri.
0: He, he wasn't actually, he, he didn't do the voice with all the other actors. Is that no, right? he
1: was in a different city. So that was our first time ever meeting and talking about it. And we were adults at WrestleMania together. And we ended had up a talk, lot of stories to go back. He from. didn't really care. About which kid?
0: Did he care about WrestleMania 21? He
1: did. He's a big wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah, a big wrestling fan. Loves it. In fact, in the last year or two, I want to say he made headlines in the wrestling world for participating in a match with Joey Ryan, in which he did like a home alone gimmick and he threw like micro machines in the ring and the heels slipped on them, and uh, Joey Ryan won the match. You never saw that?
0: That sounds like that would be a good episode of Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling.
1: Yes. Listen, you right. do these shows, you go off on side tangents.
0: <laughs> All good. Um, Rybowski hit on it earlier that you know it would have been good to have the Macho Man in there. What other characters would you wanted to see? Like, let's say you know Rock and Wrestling had lasted a few more seasons.
1: Kamala. Uh, what,
0: what would Kamala have done? They're gonna go, oh.
1: Would have been easy to voice that. Uh, Luscious Johnny Valiant.
0: Luscious Johnny Valiant. <laughs>
1: no. Uh, I would have liked to see like
0: Rick Martell on there as the model, and they could see how they stereotype. Well, that the would idiots. have been good. Or the Corp- corporal
1: Kirshner or Sergeant Slaughter.
0: Well, Sergeant Slaughter was on another cartoon right. show at the time, so I don't know. Slick should have been on there. Yes, classy Freddie wasn't on there. He was, I think, he was in some of the live actions, like with the Sheik or what, what have you.
1: Um, I remember Nikolai in the interstitials was wearing like a red shirt with USSR, like spray painted in black paint. Am I crazy to, to remember that? Don't remember S- that. Sounds
0: about right. I'm surprised that they didn't reboot it with John Cena, even if it was just for, you know, a, a YouTube video or something.
1: Didn't they do like a cartoon recently? Camp WWE? I guess it's nothing uh, like this. Oh,
0: yeah. That wasn't the same thing, though. But like at, at the time, I'm just trying to think who would have been. Like, my my choice for sure would have been King Kong Bundy. I know it wouldn't have been a great character. Like, just, just another monster to squash. But he is a cartoon character. like He would have fit in perfectly. Yeah, Bundy
1: should have been in there. Yeah. George the Animal
0: Steel. Uh, George the Animal Steel would have been a great addition to that.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that he didn't. It's, the interesting part about it is that uh, how much money Vince... And they were making a fortune. Pop culture was all in on wrestling. You had CBS and Viacom heavily behind WrestleMania with MTV, with the Battle of the Superstars or whatever it was called. The board to settle the score. Yeah. And then, of course, WrestleMania launched on the with all the MTV stars and MTV was a big part of it Cindy Lopper and uh, Captain Lou and all that stuff was all on MTV right and of course this cartoon what oh, no I'm gonna cry was on uh, CBS
0: painful memories as we recall then you
1: had WWF Saturday night's main event which was on NBC arrival network on uh, Saturday nights and also on USA Network which is another NBC-owned station. And so you had two networks both putting money into into Vince's uh, product. And, of course, you had the syndicated show also that was carried everywhere through various, like, uh, you know, Fox, different affiliates that way. So it was really uh, destined for wrestling to take off in that era with all of this steam and all of this big machines behind it and pushing it forward It's pretty unbelievable that the rock and wrestling cartoon only went two years. But uh, what a two-years period that was for wrestling, 1986, 85, 86, 87, culminating with Andre and Hogan. Insane how mainstream it really got. And uh, that's a good example. You don't see that too often. I know in music, uh, I can think of the Wu-Tang Clan as an example of a group that had artists on different labels all pushing the same kind of thing. This pro- predates that, and Vince had CBS and NBC with WWF programming on, and uh, I mean, that's pretty That's pretty hard to do. You don't oh, see that ever. Everybody Whoa. wanted, sorry, go ahead.
0: <laughs> sorry, sharing a microphone is a hazard here. Uh, but wouldn't that be like all the, the major sports, like Fox, uh, baseball, ESPN, baseball, football? Sure, but that's Fox like live sports. CBS. That's not
1: like a scripted television show. Fair. so you know that would be like me you know it would be like having like CSI New York and CSI Miami on two different stations yeah absolutely. you wouldn't have that right
0: no it was it was definitely it was unprecedented at the time and I'll, I'll tell you what like so we were just talking before about you know some of the characters well now Vince does
1: it again by the way he's gonna be on Fox and he's on uh USA
0: and whatever the XFL that's up on that might be yeah XFL. so he's
1: everywhere so yeah. he's been a pioneer at at you know, at this television thing forever, and not just in wrestling, just TV in general.
0: So, sorry, what was that? You wanted to talk about the other characters that could have been on the show? Sure, um, Terry Funk. <laughs> Terry Funk would have been a good one. How about this, Jesse the Body Ventura? Yeah, how come he wasn't on there? Maybe he wanted like his royalties and he didn't get them. Ricky the Dragon. Ricky the Dragon. Seem it would have been amazing on that.
1: Yeah, how did oh, he not get on there? Your, we your should do, do like hammer? a lost. Yeah, we should do a lost like you know, fake lost art and put it out on the internet of like drawings of characters that would have been in the season three if it had a gun.
0: Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. That would have been amazing. He would yeah. Have been a great Ultimate Warrior. Warrior would have been good. Har Foundation would have been good too, I think. Could see the Heart Foundation on the, the British Bulldogs.
1: Papa Shango.
0: <laughs> that, Papa Shango might have been a little too late. The Papa Shango
1: fan from Toronto Leaf <laughs> Gardens.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, who else would have been there? Vince Vince would have been a good character Yeah like just as the, I mean, he would have been the alternate for uh, for Mean Gene Bobby That's the Brain, we already said Yeah, he, he was criminally underused in that show <laughs> Big Boss Man
1: Yeah, Nails that would have been a
0: character N- Nails, I don't know <laughs> Jake the I'll Snake uh, Jake the Snake would have been awesome Coco Beware
1: Coco, yeah, why My not My
0: God, Coco Beware would have been amazing He could have had his own like spinoff Yeah, why not Coco Beware and Friends Hour
1: I would watch that. I used to fast forward the. I would rent the Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling tapes, and I would fast forward to the uh, interstitials just to watch them, yeah. the vignettes.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, so, so what are some of the other plots besides the corrupt mayor? Uh, I I remember you had uh, alluded to it earlier. Uh, Me, Jean chartered a jet that crashed in the Amazon, and they were under attack by a bunch of Amazon, uh, Amazonians. Yes, is that the correct word? I remember that plot. Uh, there was one that I loved about, and this might be the episode with uh, Bobby Heenan, mm. where he opened an amusement park.
1: I thought he opened hours. up a car dealership.
0: I think it was an amusement park, but the amusement park was overrun by, I'm going to say zombies. Is that right? Is it, that it was, a Scooby-Doo episode you're thinking of? It, it was It was very similar to Scooby-Doo. And now they have Scooby-Doo WWE crossover. So there you go, full circle. Uh, Big John Stead, to answer your questions too, was the person who had the car dealership. Um <laughs> There was the episode where Hulk Hogan and Nikolai Volkov went into space, as the like American and Russian uh, like astronauts. So that there was that. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper got hypnotized at one point, and he thought he was like a good guy, so he was doing like nice things, and like Fabulous Mula and and all of them like were freaking out that he was like he was being too nice. So there was there were a lot of uh, any other crazy ones you remember? I, I think there was an episode where they tried to help Mean Gene, and it like went horribly wrong. And he, he was too afraid to kind of ask him to back off. It was help him move or something.
1: Um, Hulk and the gang. Uh, episode 10, Small But Mighty. Hulk and the gang discover the fountain of youth when they accidentally drink a special hillbilly gym concoction that turns them all into kids. That sounds like a good one. That's like H- H-
0: babies. <laughs> <laughs> steroids. They they could have done it like a of Babies-esque off with that for sure.
1: Episode 6, The Wrestler's New Clothes. The clothes make the giant as Andre is given a fashion makeover. Fabulous Moolah's niece goes on a campout with Junkyard Dog.
0: And I I feel like that episode is the way they make over Andre. It's just like what you said. His gimmick was that nothing fit him. And I think they ended up uh, like he was wearing a tent or something really stupid. I don't know if it goes into detail
1: there. Uh, Episode 5, Gorilla My Dreams. When Andre the Giant is wrongfully accused of stealing a precious jewel at a costume party, Hulk and the gang go on a mission to prove his innocence.
0: Because he was wearing a gorilla outfit, which I believe had to be some sort of a nod to Gorilla Monsoon. And then a real gorilla, I think, stole jewels at a party or something. Is that what
1: happened? Sounds plausible. (laughs) Season 1, Episode 4, Cheaters Never Prosper. When the Iron Sheik and his goons try to interfere in his nephew's baseball game, Hulk Hogan and the gang teach them a lesson in good sportsmanship.
0: Hold on, Iron Cheek's nephew. Is that the Megan boys? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it could be. Shout out to the Megan boys. S- uh, season one, episode three, Clean Jean, Hulk and his friends look to do some housekeeping for Mean Gene. There you go. But Roddy Piper and his goons sabotage the good deed. When Andre the Giant's mama comes for a visit, Andre tries to hide his job as a wrestler by pretending to work at a French bakery.
0: Wasn't she a giant as well? i remembering that correctly.
1: I don't know, but uh, I think that Big Rybowski was thinking about episode two. Hulk Hogan and the gang uh, – the four-legged pickpocket. Hulk Hogan and the gang stop a pair of jewel thieves when they discover a horse of a different color.
0: No, no, no. It was, I guess that's the – there's a lot of criminals on this show. But um, it was the episode with Andre as a gorilla. That was the episode Different where one A Gorilla Steals Jewels. I, Rockin' I Zombies.
1: A, a trip to Bobby the Brain. Heenan's wrestling themed amusement park turns Fairness. into a nightmare as Hulk and the gang must prevent a zombie invasion.
0: I remember that episode, like each wrestler had its own like th- sort of theme. So it was like I- I'm just guessing a like, Captain Lou Albano's like food train or something like that. I don't know how Heenan would have got the rights though for like the likenesses of all those wrestlers, especially if he was like mortal enemies with them. And I also feel like that might have been the last episode or am I way off? So Which feel, one? The one with Bobby Heenan. No, I, there was a no, few more after right. that. Because so I remember always expecting Heenan to show up again and being very disappointed that they, he didn't. They were filmed out of sequence. <laughs> so, um, here, here's something. So there was one character that was sort of penciled in to be part of the show who never made it. It was Wendy Richter's like evil like mortal enemy. Uh, I think her name was like Mad Maxine. So this tall woman with a yeah. uh, mohawk. Yeah. So there are, if you look online, there are f- like, not photos, but illustrations uh, where this Mad Maxian character is there instead of Mula. Really? Yes. And so Mula somehow <laughs>
1: wormed her way into that deal as well. Huh.
0: I think I saw that drawing on a Shambhala t-shirt. Here,
1: here's a fun fact. Uh, the show was supposed to be relaunched on the WWE Network in April 2015. WWE announced the program would be added to the WWE Network, making its premiere following the April 20th episode of WWE Raw. However, on July 24th, 2015, Hulk Hogan was fired by the WWE, and references to Hulk Hogan, including Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, were removed from the WWE Network, and never to return.
0: Yeah, there were, it was like, yeah, for a few weeks it was available on the network for sure. It was available, so it's a real thing. Are you talking about a reboot or just no, like really? the old episodes? The oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, no, they never, they never rebooted it. That, that would have been, I think, if you, you could do something even today with like you have Cena, Roman Reigns, The Rock,
1: <laughs> the new day episode one, uh, the Junkyard Five Hundred, Junkyard Dog and Rowdy Piper race to decide who gets to have their car be in a new movie. Junkyard Dog builds a robot out of spare parts in the junkyard.
0: And I believe Roddy Piper's car was a bagpipe. <laughs> they actually, I do believe they sold those cars at one point, like little, like Hot Wheels cars. Oh, I thought you were going to say the real versions. Episode it's 7, I, Hog... I can see myself driving a bagpipe.
1: Episode 7, Hog Society. At his cousin's wedding to a rich man, Hillbilly Jim and his pig Lul- Lul- Bell cause trouble with their hillbilly style. Captain Lou comes to stay with Hulk for a while, but... His slobbish habits and attempts to help out around the place drive Hulk crazy. Captain Lou, it wouldn't hurt you to clean up after yourself every once in a while, would it? Dude. Uh, Episode 8, Mula's Ugly Salon. Mula and Nikolai help out at a beauty salon. Hulk and his crew help an honest politician run against a corrupt mayor. That's the episode we were just playing. Absolutely.
0: Bonehead (laughs) ballads.
1: The Duke of Piperton. Roddy Piper inherits a Scottish castle, Sounds
0: but a distant cousin
1: challenges his claim and they must joust to decide a winner. Hulk Hogan gets caught in a time machine where he ends up as Robin Hulk of Sherwood Forest. His friends are the merry men who must defend the forest from the Iron Sheik, aka the Sheik of Nottingham.
0: So, this was like, it was not in canon. This is like a fantasy episode sort of thing?
1: I guess so. (laughs) The Last Resort, episode 12, Hulk and friends get invited to a new hotel but end up having to fill in for the staff that recently quit.
0: I hate when that happens. (laughs) Who invited them that they would have to go for the – it was like Junkyard Dog's uncle?
1: Episode 13, the final episode of season one, (laughs) titled Bucket. I can just imagine, like, the drugs going on in the writing room, (laughs) like, for these shows, like – an alien robot lands in the junkyard, and the wrestlers rush to help him get back home before the government can get him. That sounds a lot like a movie about an extraterrestrial. Knocking me.
0: I was going to say, I bet you all these are just ripped off from other cartoons. That's literally
1: E.T., the plot
0: of E.T. If you look through this guy's uh, resume, who, you know, there was a lot of shows on there, I bet you the plots are similar in every show. I bet you almost every show had a. Like A lot of these seem episode. like very similar to the Dukes of Hazard cartoon as well.
1: Season 2, things got off to a great start. Uh, Episode 1, Ali Bano and the 40 Geeks. (laughs) Wendy gives Captain Lou Albano a magic lamp for his birthday, but the genie can't seem to do anything right.
0: That genie was George the Animal
1: Steal. Episode 2, Captain Lou's crash diet. Captain Lou has to lose 40 pounds in 10 days or he's out. Out of what?
0: (laughs) Out of the show, I guess. (laughs) Vince is going to fire him.
1: Episode (laughs) 3, 10 little wrestlers. Ten wrestlers, five from each side go on a cruise but were kidnapped, but one by one. This is the original Bruce Cruz. Big John's car lot, episode four, season two. Nailed the bad it. guys take over the operations of Big John Stud's family car dealership. The wrestlers perform in a circus. What? By the way. That episode took a turn. The uh, the wrestlers perform in a circus. That section was titled Big Top Boobs. I'm not lying.
0: I don't think that's the same thing.
1: God, this is crazy. Are you ready? This podcast is great just because we're giving all these plots. Episode 5, Season 2, The Foster Wrestler. While in India, the wrestlers discover that someone is stealing supplies that Tito Santana had been sending to his foster child. (laughs) That's a real episode. Arriba! Hold on. Think about that cartoon. Hey, little Harjeet. Did you get the burritos they sent you? Yeah. While in India, the wrestlers discover that someone is stealing the supplies Tito Santana has been sending to his foster child. How
0: did they discover that?
1: How did that get greenlit?
0: How do they have time to do
1: Hey, dude, let's go to India and meet your foster
0: child, Tito. Episode 6. Adeba, Adeba, andale, andale.
1: Episode 6, ballet, balu- <laughs> ballet Buffoons. Nikolai's ballerina sister gets injured, so he must replace her on stage. Hulk and Roddy Piper compete with their versions of... Of music in a charity concert.
0: Paul Orndorff. Why don't they have Paul Orndorff on the cartoon?
1: He should have been on there. Absolutely. Episode seven. This one goes out to the Big Rye Bouse. titled "Amazon's Just Want to Have Fun." Mean Gene charters a plane, a private plane, for the wrestlers, and a crash, and it crash lands in the jungle.
0: Tony Atlas is forced to eat somebody, and I'm sure it's because of Andre's weight.
1: This next episode, episode
0: eight,
1: dedicated to Colt Cabana, titled "The Art of Wrestling." Wow! Hulk becomes a model for Wendy's art class. Of course he does. Hulk and the Iron Sheik are marooned on an island and must work together to survive.
0: Hold on, a cartoon Hulk Hogan was a nude model. That's what it sounds like. But Uh, don't these guys like don't they have to travel from city to city? They all seem like you know very homebodies. Episode nine,
1: India and Amazon. (laughs) Episode nine, the Superfly (laughs) (laughs) Express. On a train to California, Superfly Snooka meets a new girl, Uh and she gets kidnapped. That's a little too close to home. (laughs) (laughs) Cancelled. Episode 10, Junkyard Dogs. Junkyard Dogs, Junkyard Dog. After a break-in at the junkyard, JYD gets a dog for protection. Episode 11, Ghost Wrestlers. An old wrestler comes to town looking for help getting rid of ghosts in his boarding house. That, That old wrestler was Luthaz. No, it's like Ghostbusters, but Ghost Wrestlers. I have,
0: I have ghosts. It. I don't know what to do. Let me find Hulk Hogan onto the giant Tito Santana junkyard
1: dog. This one goes out to the Big Rybowski. The wrong stuff. Hulk Hogan and Nikolai Volkov are sent into space to recognize to rescue astronauts.
0: Of course they are.
1: And the final episode. Before the show was canceled. Roddy Piper gets hypnotized and starts acting nice. Hulk's three nephews come to visit and cause trouble for him and his fellow wrestlers.
0: They all have like rhyming names, like Hulk Balkan. Hulk. <laughs>
1: Probably. So there you go. That's every episode ever done.
0: Hold on, his nephew is Horace Hogan, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Horace Hogan making an early appearance. In Horace,
1: Horace, Boris, and Doris. If you want to read more about it, uh, you can visit check out the library. You can check out actually an article that was released on December seventeenth, nineteen ninety nine, called. Rock and Wrestling, best left in the past, written by Greg Oliver.
0: There you go. He makes his name into every one of these podcasts.
1: And if you so, click on the link, uh, Slam has taken that article down.
0: Uh, uh, uh. There's, there, there are. If you look on YouTube, uh, I guess it's not on WWE Network anymore, but you can find s- some of these clips. Um, before we wrap up here, any other any other good memories or, or bad memories of Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? I think it's a great fucking show. I think it's great, too. I think they should reboot it. In terms of memories, I think this podcast is longer than the series, or at least longer than it took them to write all of that. Uh, But a great show. I would watch it again if it was rebooted.
1: I would like to get an interview with, like, the writer's room, like I said, just to find out how they came up with, like, Tito Santana had a foster child in India. Like, how did that make it into an episode of a children's cartoon?
0: (laughs) WWE.com has uh, a piece on, like, I, I think they interviewed Brad Garrett and a few other people who were behind the show, so... Then some of your clues might be there.
1: I got to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely the segments in between are amazing. It's really a great show. I'm sure the wrestling uh, there, Hulk Hogan, rock and wrestling figures. That was a separate collection of LJN stuff. I don't know if you had those. Those
0: were erasers, but yes.
1: No, they also had bendies. Erasers. No way.
0: Nope. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Google that shit. I'm yeah. about to. Yeah.
1: Are you telling me that you know more than me?
0: When it comes to action figures, yeah, maybe.
1: Or erasers.
0: <laughs> uh, you guys just I talk think, for a I second. I think Bulldog was the uh, one that stole the erasers from Tino Santana's foster child in India.
1: <laughs> now it can be told.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much uh, for your best. Uh not just yet. Uh
1: oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. oh, oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I believe you owe me an apology. I don't think so. This is an, It's an eraser. <laughs>
0: can, can we get Farbsy on the line to sort this out, please?
1: Why are they erasers?
0: I, that I, I can't answer. I, I never had any of them. Holy they, shit, there's some really LGN? good ones.
1: They're really amazing. They're not LJN.
0: Check uh, check eBay right now.
1: There's some really See, good ones. There's like a Wendy Richter one.
0: Wendy Richter is one of the most valuable erasers. Really? Yes. Check eBay. There's a
1: Junkyard Dog. Be, Hulk Hogan, maybe, on, uh, Iron Sheik. Is there a, the one of the Crooked Mare? That was serious too. Oh wow, look at these. <laughs> these are incredible. Show these to the to Canadian dog. All right, let's see what we see here. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, so somebody took uh like they made like LJN Yeah, no, I pieces. see that. I it's can't customize, but it looks uh, looks amazing for sure. They have a Randy Savage in there too, which is not very consistent. Um yeah, so anyways, uh Rybowski, thanks for joining us. Anyway. Hold on. I'm going to
1: look, do a quick eBay search before Dude, you wrap okay, this up. So,
0: Stu's going to spend a few dollars on a Windy Richter eraser. What's think, your bet
1: for how much it goes for? I mean, a couple hundred bucks.
0: Uh, more than that. This was on uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins podcast. This is how I know so much about rock and wrestling erasers. And the Windy Richter uh, one was,
1: was particularly valuable. I'm looking up rock. I'm just typing rock wrestling.
0: Just do Windy Richter eraser. There's not going to be a huge.
1: No, no. A man of other. <laughs> sort by. I think if you just do Wendy Richter, highest first.
0: Well, she I also have, had the trading cards where she was like blowing a bubble, a bubble gum.
1: I guess I gotta search Hulk Hogan Rock and Wrestling. Just
0: do Wendy Richter eraser.
1: I don't wish. I don't wish to do that. Uh, here what about we go. Wrestling eraser. Uh, Rare 1984 out of package Hulk Hogan unreleased prototype. I guess that's not it. Uh, Hulk Hogan Rock and Wrestling Jimmy Snuka eraser two hundred bucks. Hulk Hogan Rock and Wrestling coloring book which I had. That's one hundred and eighty nine dollars.
0: Nice. There were also is, is it
1: colored? Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, uh, like a animated cell. One hundred and thirty dollars. That's a yep. pretty cool.
0: There was also a uh, Panini sticker book of Hulk Hogan's. Rock yeah, and I wrestling. had that as
1: well. Rock hold, and Roll Wrestling. Hold on, you can buy a cell for
0: less than you can buy a. Uh, Open Jimmy Snooker racer,
1: yes. Huh. Uh, there's also a uh, Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling uh, sleeping bag, which you guys may have owned. $77, we had the like
0: the bed set, yeah. wonder if we still have rock that. and wrestling
1: board game, That's, rock and wrestling sticker packs. That. Those sticker packs were amazing, yeah.
0: Yes. And didn't they have something in the book? It was like a, a red cellophane that you'd have to put over the sections to, yeah, like to, to, yeah, 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 like yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, any sticker books ruled. That's so cool. For sure, it's like what made Tito Santana run out of the arena. And then you would have to hold up the red cellophane. It would be like his mother's cooking.
1: That's really funny. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling lunchbox, thirty bucks. I don't see any Wendy Richter, buddy. Well, that, but that there's definitely how rare it is, there's then. definitely t-shirts like uh, that people are like cranking out.
0: Well, I'm looking it up now too. Sorry, we're wasting so much time on the podcast looking up eBay stuff, but it's important. Uh yeah, so the Super Wendy Richter would want to know. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Superfly Snuka eraser, two hundred and sixty-five dollars. I think you saw that one. And that's pretty much it. I don't think there's any other Hulk Hogan erasers. <laughs> that's how valuable it is. So a, a good memory. Um, I do have several VHS tapes as well. You
1: do? Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, yeah. Well, I think this is a success.
0: And apparently Vince McMahon is the Hulk Hogan eraser because he took the whole series off the air.
1: <laughs> and on that note. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to top that tonight. Rybowski, thanks for joining us again. Really, really appreciate it. You're at Rybowski on Twitter. And- dude. <laughs> yes, check it out. Brother. Um, and Stu, you are at Stu Stone. That's still current.
1: I don't side. know why I did that. Oh, Andre, watch what you're doing, dude. Ah, oh, me, Mr. Fuji. <laughs> That's like how, it's, how it is, right? Yes. We, we hope the Fuji family doesn't sue us. Fuji the Stooge. That's literally the show. It's like, hey, uh, I got to send this stuff to India. I got my foster child. Hey, Hulk, you going to come over?
0: I'm eating a sandwich right now. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm so mad. I'm going to stop Hulk Hogan.
1: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> you pretty can good. take the goodies. <laughs> Stick the goodies up your nose.
0: Right, best guy. we'll say you do a good cartoon, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Thank you. That They've is been really good. In front of Amir for yeah. many years.
1: That's re- oh, Amir, who you just met. <laughs> you practiced in front of him.
0: Yes. We haven't mentioned Big John Stead impressions because I think I don't think he spoke in
1: the entire Stead. run. He's like, come to my car dealership. It's like, sounds nothing like him.
0: <laughs> Drive off my lot. What about the Iron Sheik like,
1: Hey, I am the Iron Sheik. So that
0: sounds like the real Iron Sheik. I don't think that was like cartoon Iron Sheik.
1: He's like, hey, baba, a to the z, baba. <laughs>
0: We'll never know. I'm Nikolai Volkov. Hey Sheiky baby, I'm gonna go to space for Russia.
1: Uh, hey dude. Yo, we <laughs> hey dude. We're strand we're marooned on this island together. We better get along, Sheik. I know what you're saying, intelligent brother. <laughs> but we're gonna have to figure out what we do. Ach pay.
0: That would actually be a good show. We should get those like the, the wrestlers to dub over. The rock and wrestling. How many? Here's a question nobody's asking. How many of the rock and wrestlers are still alive at this point? Ooh. Fun fact. Most okay, of them are let's gone. go through
1: it. <laughs> okay. Uh, most of them are alive.
0: So Andre's gone. Captain lou has gone. Junkyard Dog. Gone. Uh, Snook has gone. Gone. Moolah's gone. Gone. Piper.
1: Gone. Fuji. Gone. Stud. Gone. Heenan. Gone. Mean Jean. Gone. It's just Hogan, Hogan and Richter. This Took a turn. <laughs> So Basically, Hogan,
0: Tito Santana, Hogan,
1: Tito Richter, uh, uh
0: yeah, Santana, Volkoff. dead. dead.
1: Oh. Oliver Schrelem, Sheiky, Sheiky's alive. Sheiky's so alive. Yeah, yeah, Sheiky.
0: Uh, that's that heel side is not looking too good.
1: Who's on the heel side?
0: Iron Sheik. I think that's it. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Huh. So on that very <laughs> depressing. <laughs> Wow. I'm at Canadian Bulldog. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Undertaker would be good on that show. I'm Let
1: me tell you amazing. something, dude. If we're going to get marooned on this island together, we better get this horse to stop stealing from everybody, dude.
0: <laughs> I keep eating the, the apples from the horse. I, I don't know. Arriba, arriba. Uh,
1: ex- right. Excuse Check. me, Mr. Santana. <laughs> I must tell you, my son... Did not receive any of the supplies that you sent here to us.
0: Don't ask me, I can't drive. I'm just Mr. Fuji.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Nobody made it this far I'll on the episode to, to hear that. Don't line. worry. Yeah, literally. I'll go with race. That's funny. That's really funny. We got to go to space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on that note, check out CanadianBulldogsWorld.com, your scrapbook for wrestling merchandise and memories. And uh, thank you guys. Appreciate it.
1: Shout out to Greg Oliver.